Welcome to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez. A trip of music discovery, Jamie is picking people he thinks you'll really like. Musicians, artists, producers, and everyone involved in the world of music. Here's your host, Jamie Rodriguez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to CMA Fest 2022. It is the first in-person um, week for the CMA Fest since 2019. The flagship uh, event for the Country Music Association, for which, disclaimer, I am a member, um, and back in full force in person here in Nashville, Tennessee. And we are starting the week, ladies and gentlemen, with a bang because we welcome to the show the queen of bluegrass, songwriter, singer, multi-instrumentalist, and all-around incredible soul, Rhonda Vincent, to the show. Yeah, the queen of bluegrass, we love her. We met her in February of 2021, the day she got inducted into the Grand Old Opry. It was a wonderful, wonderful day, February 6, 2021. We met her at the Midnight Jamboree. She's a multi-award winner, 2017 Grammy winner for Best Bluegrass Album, Entertainer of the Year in 2001. She's won Song of the Year in 2004, seven consecutive Female Vocalist of the Year awards from the International Bluegrass Music Association. Uh, Rhonda is, is a legend. She's a legend. She's an icon. Her career has spanned over four decades, and she is a pioneer in the current revival of bluegrass music. I don't think we would have a Billy Strings, for example, without Rhonda Vincent. So... She's an icon, and we are honored to have her. We talk in this episode about, you know, CMA Fest and Nashville traffic and the growth of the city, but we also talk about, you know, superstitions, and we talk about uh, touring and the buzz and sleeping and, uh, you know, um, health on the road. We talk about um, giving back to the community. Just a, just a great conversation with Rhonda. She is a hoot, and we had a great time. Thank you, Rhonda, for coming to the show. You can find out more information about Rhonda, including her, her tour stops, which she's great life, by the way. She's awesome. At RhondaVincent.com, Rhonda with R-H-O-N-D-A, Vincent.com. Uh, so without further ado, this is Rhonda Vincent kicking off CMA Fest Week on J-Rod Concerts, the podcast. Rhonda Vincent. Hello. Look at you, a real rock star. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. Good to see you. I was thinking about uh, Rhonda the last time I saw you. And, you know, it was February 6, 2021, you know? Oh, yes. Oh, it, was, it was at the Midnight Jamboree after your induction. Oh, okay. Which, yes. Which really, Rhonda, was one of the most special nights at the Opry, like ever. Like I've been there a bunch of times with my friend Maggie Rose and stuff, but there was something about your night, Rhonda. I don't oh. know. I, I think it was because the timing of it, because people oh. need to connect. There was something about February 6, 2021, Rhonda, that was just like, like pixie dust in the air, you know? <laughs> It, well, I'm it not was kidding. for me, but I'm glad it was for others too. A hundred percent. Be honest, Rhonda. Like, how often do you think about that day? Oh, I mean, every time I walk in there, it's like I pinch <laughs> myself. It's like, am I really? I'm a I'm a member of the Grand Ole Opry, you know. So it's, yeah. uh, it's very exciting, and still it, is. I mean, I've been on there. 
This is about to be my 247th time. I'll have to do some math. Yeah. Heard what's 247 minus 215. 32. So I've been on there since that night. I've been there on there 32 times. There he is. I love it. I love it. Herb, Herb of course, your beloved captain, partner, and fishing, fishing commodore. And the whole <laughs> That's thing. right. Love it. Love it. Love it, Rhonda. And by the way, you know, you're, you're, you're kickstarting CMA Fest 2022 with an event at Third and Lindsay Country for a cause. And we'll chat about it in a second, Rhonda. But, you know, I was thinking about you because I was reading something the other day, Mick Jagger on tour. He was talking about how he doesn't like when he's woken up by random things in hotel rooms. And obviously you travel in your iconic blue bus, which is wonderful. You know, you're recognizable. I saw it at the station in about a month ago. It was great to see it. But do you get, but I was thinking about, you know, like superstition when you, when you do things like that, when you're sleeping around that, like when you're sleeping on tour, do you get superstitious about not getting a good night's sleep about your vocals, about, um, you know, neurotic about your voice? If like, if maybe the, the, the ride was bumpy, that kind of stuff. Well, I mean, if the, if the road is extra rough, yes. I mean, usually we're traveling. I'm usually sleeping overnight as yeah. we're traveling. Yeah. And I mean, I think I have the optimal place. I sleep the best on the bus unless it's a really bad road. Uh, but even then, sometimes it's, it's all right. But I make sure, like I have a humidifier. So I try to have the, um, be in the perfect environment. I have a humidifier for my voice that I mm. usually run every night to make sure there's moisture in the air. That's very important. Right. That. And I mean, and I just taking every um, opportunity to make it as comfortable as possible. And we are more comfortable on the bus. So I, I mean, that's uh, everything is dark. So yeah. you can sleep, you know, sleep well into the morning if you need to be. So for me, the bus is optimal. And I know a lot of artists. I mean, I don't think they tell you that because they think it's like, oh, you stay on the bus. People are very surprised or they think it's too small. <laughs> and that I would like, man, I'd have to I need to. I need to uh, have a bigger room or something. I, I love the bus. It is our, it's like our home. It's, I'm, it's so cozy for me Yeah. and it's the best sleeping. So it's probably unlike some other people. I know they're artists and they stay on their bus too. They don't really tell you that because it, you know, you, the, the, um, uh, in the people's, in people's mind, you pull into a place and you get a hotel room and you, but I mean, here's my scenario. If I had to gather all my stuff together and then I got to schlop it into a hotel room and then there you don't know what the circumstances <laughs> are, you know, they could wake you up. I, in fact, I did a Facebook Live. This was a year ago uh, in 2020. Let's see, it would have been um, or probably was February of 2021. Mm -hmm. And they started they started construction. We had got in very late that night and needed to sleep in and had to leave very late the next night and needed right. our sleep. They started construction at like eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I was exactly. so upset. It's like, oh my goodness. Exactly, Ugh. exactly. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And your your boss is wonderful, Rhonda. And are you super? <laughs> are you superstitious? And the reason why I ask you this is because I think of you, Rhonda, and Herb. I think he likes baseball, but you're like Babe Ruth. I think you can hit home runs. You can pitch. <laughs> you can do a little bit of everything. And when I think about it, like yeah, like when you're writing a song, like you know, if headaches had wings, or you can take it with you, you know, the hits start coming like so organically. You know, do you start to think, wait a second? I wrote I wrote that huge hit when I was in a room wearing a tank top when I was in the shower and you try to recreate that magic each time and it's superstitious when it comes to you and making music Rhonda 
Well, I'm I see I'm probably the opposite of most. I'm not the norm. I was I was born, first of all, on Friday the 13th. Mm. And that's usually my lucky day. So my thinking is probably skewed in a different way because most people are afraid of Friday the 13th. Uh, and I mean, there's certain things that I, I just like for, for comfort's sake, there's a familiarity. I have the same cup. In fact, I love this cup so much. I use it every morning and yeah. I bought like two cases of them. <laughs> so, so I, and I'm just now down. They have over the years, they have broken. I'm still, I probably have three at each house or, you know, one's on the bus, one's at my mom's house, one's at my daughter's house three or four are here. They're, so they're scattered about. But um, as far as writing, I mean, I wake up each day, it's a different place usually. So I, I, I don't know that there's probably some superstition. We knew a guy. Well, in fact, he just passed in December. He was 102. Uh -huh. And Herb said, and he was a buddy of ours, of Herb's, if a black cat had crossed the road in front of him, he would literally turn around and drive the other way. Sure. So I can't, I can't say that I'm, I'm a, uh, I'm not that superstitious. We had a, the, one of the last cruises that we were on two years in a row, we got the same room and it was wow. six, six, six. Wow. And I'm there thinking, and, I, and, and when I got it, I'm like, six, six, six. It's like, do I want this room? I don't know. I'm on a cruise, uh, but we kept, and then I'll be doggone the next year we got there, the same one. So Listen, no, things are going no, great. So I, I choose to think that God is in control. Exactly. Uh, he protects us. And so, you know, something if but if you get a if you get a bad feeling about something, sometimes it's like, mm, this I've got this, I've got this. I sense that maybe something's not right. I might think twice about that. Maybe like I've been on planes before when yeah. they have had a mechanical, like they're doing a mechanical issue. And I've thought, should I get off of this plane? I mean, those are just the things, I guess. I don't know that that's a superstition or not, but, Absolutely. but as far as writing songs, I, I have to be inspired by that. And it's usually different every time. Mm, I love it. I love it, Rhonda. And thank you for your time. I know you got a lot going on, but I, I, just oh, love, no I just love talking to you. And I've always wanted to ask you this. I mean, look, out of your whole career, you've done so many great things. In fact, I don't even know how you put together like a set list with all the songs you have. But out of, out of all the things you've done, Rhonda, I think the coolest thing you've done to me in research, I'm like, that's the coolest shit, is like when you did Back Home Again in 2000, because bluegrass wasn't as cool as it is right now, you know, with Billy Springs <laughs> and everybody knows, you know, Rhonda Vincent and it's like the hot thing. It was like a creative risk in, in 2000, Rhonda, and you did it. It was like, a, you know, it could have gone in either way, but like right. you, you trusted your gut, you had courage, like, like, wow, like that must have been an interesting thing, like so badass of you, Rhonda. Well, thank you. Well, I, I had a bit of a guidance from, you know, Ken Irwin that owned Rounder Records hmm. and at the time. And he said, you know, he said, there's there's a lane and it's an open lane. He, he kind of pointed this out to me because I was kind of searching. I recorded 24 songs for Back Home Again to find the perimeters and see where will we, you know, how do we, we don't want to move outside of those. In fact, I thought Jolene was almost because it was on that record. And I thought it was almost too contemporary that we almost, I almost took it off. Yeah. And my friend said, oh, she said, that is the coolest. You have to keep Jolene. So I need to go back and remember what the other songs are. Maybe those are songs that I need to, to pick up and do now. But, but there was 24 songs that came down to just the 12. But I, I mean, it. he was saying, there's no one doing straight ahead, hard driving bluegrass. And he said, this will be your lane. And he was so right. And so I don't right. think there, there still isn't anyone really, no, there's no, there are no females that have came in and said, I am doing 
uh, Wilmalee Cooper and I'm doing hard drive and bluegrass. And I love that. I mean, it's like, thank you. It gives us a free lane, really. Absolutely. Okay, Randa, let's go, let's talk about the CMA Fest because you know it, it starts this week and you've been part of it forever. Um, and I think you know this year, you know, you've seen Nashville transform so much. I wanted to ask your thoughts on the transformation of the city. You know, of course, with CMA Fest, people come and there's so many hotels, uh, gentrification, right? People are being pushed out, but there's progress, but there's also new stuff. Like there's like a Peruvian restaurant here in the Gulch. You know what I mean? Right, so right. you kind of have it both ways. Like where do you fall on this, like Nashville growing up and the growing up pains kind of thing? Well, number one, I, I hate the traffic and Herb hates it worse than I do. He's like, I am not coming to Nashville. There's too many people. I mean, that's even when it's not CMA Fest. Can you right. imagine at CMA Fest what it's going to be? But, you know, the traffic, there's, there's like you say, there's pros, there's cons. Because of the, the traffic, it's going to be more difficult to get around. I mean, I'm just hoping I can find a parking place at Third and Lindsley for this, uh, for Country for a Cause. I'm, I'm, that's my greatest stress right now. It's like, we're, and now, you know what I'm thinking about doing? is parking where I know I can park and taking an Uber over. Yeah. Because yeah. that's probably the only scenario, the only way you're going to be able to get around down there. Yeah. But I'm going to drive over there. And I thought if I can't find a spot, then that's what I'll do. I will, I will park as close as I can and Uber over. But, I, yeah. um, it is getting extra. I, mean, but I also love the excitement of having every, all these people in town. How fun is this? Yeah, I know. And tomorrow's going to be a great night at Third and Linsley. So, so let's finish with that, Rhonda. I mean, country for a cost. You've always, and this is another great thing about you, you've always been, you know, you, you've always been a giver. The secret to living is giving. This has always been a thing for you. And tomorrow is no exception. You're kicking off CMA Fest. Tell us a little bit about like the reason for this particular cost tomorrow. Well, I mean, it's, I love coming together with so many different artists. Um, I'm just happy to be part of it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's my first time at this specific charity, but I've been at so many different things for, you know, during the CMA and done this time uh, it's for country for a cause. It's people that I know, uh, you know, I love TG and, and Kelly and so many of the other artists on there. So it's going to, it's going to be a wonderful night Amazing. and for a great cause. Amazing. Well, Rhonda, you have a lot to do. I know Herb is prancing around. He maybe wants to go fishing. We don't know. We don't know what, what Oh yeah, you can see Herb him in wants. the reflection. We can see it. Yeah. With his polo shirts. Yeah. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> at this point, come say hi, Herb. You know, you're a classic. We love you. We, you know, we love you, Herb, and the fishing oh. stories. So thank you guys for everything. You guys are, like, lovely every time we see you. Rhonda, you're a sweetheart. Thank you for everything you've done, and have a great CMA, CMA week. Thank you so much. Blessings to you. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to J-Rod Concerts, the podcast with Jamie Rodriguez.